My name is Tim Barkholtz. I work for ExxonMobil, and I'm working on technology for CO2 capture. At ExxonMobil, we're working on a range of solutions, including a new way to capture carbon at natural gas power plants. Learn more at energyfactor.com. This is David Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> hey, Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to <laughs> So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Ennis Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Ennis Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to episode four. <laughs> One. Good morning. Five of down to dunk. Good morning. Wait, 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 wait. I am Luke. Joined this morning by Taylor. Hey, Jay. Hey, and Andrew. Good morning. <laughs> hey, New York is normally starts with Andrew. You can like find us on dailythunder.com, Alrighty Baller Radio, and of course, anywhere you subscribe Alrighty. to your podcast. Just enunciate <laughs> one word. No. Good morning and Alrighty, alrighty Baller Radio. Hey, guys. Good morning. Oh, good morning to you. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, did you guys hear campaign broke his foot again? Yeah, I saw that that tweet and I just giggled. That sucks. It sucks. I thought he was going to be good. I thought yeah. he'd be an NBA player. You know what? I don't know that he'll like ever be in mm. the NBA. Like really. So I'm going to just go ahead and say this. So it was uh, at Austin S one zero two seven who said, "Who's out of the NBA first, campaign or Vince Carter?" Oh, that's Ooh. a great question. It's Cam. It's Cam. Vince I think Vince, Vince can play. I mean, Vince, if, and the, as long as he doesn't drop off a cliff, he can play another two years. Yeah, especially for the Kings. Yeah. They're like, they don't need that. Yeah, because he's got his, I think he's got a two-year deal. And I just, I think they might decline his fourth-year option, Cam's. Mm-hmm. Because make him a free agent now? We'd make him a free agent next summer. And then it would make him... A D leaguer slash Euro player next summer, working his way back into something. He'll get a yeah. camp invite. He, you know, yeah, like, he might. He would. He would get a camp invite, and he might make a roster if he's healthy and can and can play. Like he's a legit backup point guard. But. I don't think his situation in Oklahoma City helped. Right, like his first year was yeah. brutal. Yeah, trying to get to that play. You know, he, well, first year was actually good. Sorry, oh, going from that his first season was good. Yeah, yeah, going from that first year into that second year was. Just really, really. I mean, it's just hard to overcome. Well, he that broke his foot Thunder. at the blue and white game. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah, blue and white scrimmage. Yeah. Well, and so, and I don't know if we're supposed to say this, but we have we from what we heard from somebody is that he was actually dealing with at least the beginnings of that Jones fracture most of the his rookie year. Right. Yeah, and so it just kind of you know grew from there and ended up needing surgery and threw off that whole second year which was only last year right yeah 
And then as soon as he got back, he was out of shape. He just was out of rhythm. It was bad. Still a good dancer. Still a good dancer. Probably in the worst situation in the league for a guy that's trying to be a starting point guard. Because you have Chris Dunn, who's also trying to do the same thing. You have Jerry and Grant, who's also trying to do the same thing in campaign. No, he's done. And he's, he's done in Chicago already. Yeah, it's That sucks. So basically, we traded nobody <laughs> for Doug McDermott and, and a second-round pick. And... Probably the 31st pick in the draft. I know. Which is a nice pick. Can't wait nice. to over it. Can't wait yeah, to over it. That's a good hole. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about NBA 2K. Especially <laughs> when we have all the Lakers picks next summer. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, NBA 2K18 is just dominating the NBA offseason. Or at least August <laughs> right, like it's, Yeah, the like not the NBA offseason. <laughs> like the NBA post-free agency offseason. Yeah. It's fun. Do you get, any of you still play? I, I, still know. Play. I buy every game. Bought okay. every game since 2009. Do you really? Yep. 2K9, baby. I'm not good at them. 2K9. 2K9. Uh, I, I love to play. I haven't... The last one that I bought was two years ago, and Alex Spears bought it for me after I had my surgery, and I just sat and played, and that Ooh. was like the only... I I don't have time to do that anymore. You yeah. know what I'm going to get? WWE 2K18. I believe you. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the 2K ratings. Okay. So how do you guys feel about Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry being tied at the top? Because some, some Thunder fans are a little uh, miffed about that. I am really not because I, I mean, I think there's a case to put Steph above Westbrook. I'm not miffed about this. I feel like 2K does a better job of ranking. Like, as we go through these positions and what players are ranked at in the position, I agree with pretty much everything 2K ever ranks players as. Yeah. So much more than, like, when ESPN does anything or when any sports site does it. (laughs) Like, I feel like 2K has a better grasp of (laughs) who is good and how good they are. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, I have no problem with Russell Westbrook and Curry being tied for first. Yeah. Well, and you have to think about their ratings are based on like Steph's shooting skill gives him, you know, he's probably like a 99 in the game or something like that. Something ridiculous like that. So um, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense to me. That whole thing makes sense to me. Yeah, I think the point guards are ranked pretty well. Although I would have Kyrie's like, a little high. That's what I, was, I was about to say that I would have John Wall definitively over Kyrie Irving. Do we mm-hmm. ever ask the question about? And I guess it's only one point separating. But if you had a choice, would you take Dame Lillard or Kyrie? I feel like I like Dame better as a human, so I'd probably take Dame. Yeah. <laughs> what about a GM? Like I think Dame, I think you'd take Irving if if. I think all GMs would probably take Irving. Yeah. Well, he's younger than Damien, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's Damien, 35? What is he so, 27, 28, probably? I have no clue how old um, Damien is. I apologize is. if you've already answered we'll this. I apologize. So one, somebody out there had the top, tie, top 10 overall players. And that's the only reason I saw it, because it's not like I just cruise all the other ones. I'm just looking for the Thunder players. Number one is, where's Andre Robertson on the top 10 shooting guard list? Yeah, what the heck, 2K? Come on, man. Uh, but James Harden being ranked above Steph Curry and Russell Westbrook. 
I didn't even. He's a ninety-five. Yeah, ninety-five. Yeah. That's what I. That's, Harden's number three. So I don't have any problem with Steph and Russ being tied. I do have a problem with them being ninety-four. I think that they should be right there at ninety-five or even even higher. How is Steph Curry still underrated? I think. He, like how? Well, dude was a two-time back-to-back MVP and is ranked behind well, James Harden. It's because he, he doesn't have to do as much. He's 27. Dame's 27. Okay. Um, I didn't really think he was 35. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. I thought I thought Jay. Man, Jay. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I. you're right. He's underrated at this point. It's because he doesn't have to do as much. You're right. And you don't, have, you don't see what he does quite as much. With James Harden last season and Russ, you saw everything yeah, they did because they had so to do everything. And Steph really doesn't have to do all that much. And he may like Steph might play until he's fifty because if if he stays like on these teams where he doesn't have yeah, to play more than thirty minutes, minutes a night, right? yeah. yeah, he's played thirty minutes a night. He doesn't rely on athleticism all that much. He's no, just man. so crafty. And he's such a good shooter, and he is a good athlete. I'm not saying he's he's a bad athlete or anything like that. But like, the thing about it, he the, could play forever. The most surprising thing about Steph Curry for me has been number one is that he stayed healthy since those first two years. And the reason they got the the whole reason the Warriors were able to put together this roster financially is because Steph's first extension was so low. Right, because he Jay, had injury problem. Can I just stop you? I just really don't want to talk. No, about No, but this. I'm saying the thing that's been impressive to me about <laughs> Steph Curry. Hold on, I just really. I'm and this goes back to my argument about James Harden. Like Steph Curry somehow is not a zero on defense the way James Harden can often be. Yeah, right. You know, that's why I think it's true. I, we're splitting hairs, which baffles me. When you go back to the 2012 Finals, who was guarding LeBron? James Harden was guarding yeah, that's LeBron. They don't um if you're really good on offense and you don't care about defense that does not hurt your 2K rating. <laughs> that has been pretty much the case forever though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's been like always the case. That's true. Cuz if they really did it fairly if they rate if they ranked defense as high as they ranked offense. Let me tell you, yeah. Kawhi would be like a 99. Let me tell you who I could destroy you with back in the day. It's yeah. the Milwaukee Bucks with Monte Ellis and Brandon Jennings. Oh yeah, and that's I how bet. I, that's, I bet. That's how you know that offense matters right. way, yeah. way more. Um, small forwards: LeBron at a ninety-seven, KD at a ninety-six, Kawhi ninety-five, Paul George ninety-one, Giannis ninety-one. Yeah. Any thoughts on those top five? Do you think Giannis is underrated, or do you think that's a good place? A hundred percent underrated. Yeah. Do you he's think he's ninety-three? So- I don't know how they put these numbers I would, together. But yeah, you, he's probably 93. The you, dude is so good. You all have all said that he's better than Paul George. He's better than Paul George, yeah. Who's on the cover? Of Kyrie. Kyrie, Kyrie in Irving. a Cavs jersey. Really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which is great. That trade went through last night. Yeah. They yeah. got an extra second yeah. rounder and called it a day. Yeah. Good for the Cavs, you know? Get what you can. Just do it. I Nike. guess. I, I, Part of me is like <laughs> Nike. Like, were you being a little slimy though, Cavs? Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're just trying to be slimy and just taking advantage of the situation. Hey, you know what? If you can, you probably should. And the hard thing is, is what in the you, NBA, you probably should. What people have been saying is that, like the Cavs, like Boston, they kind of Boston kind of called their bluff. Like, all right, get rid of the trade. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. That's fine. We'll take Isaiah back. We'll take Jay Crowder back. We'll take our pick back. 
Yeah. And Cleveland's like, okay, well, how about a second rounder in two years? <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. We're done. Yeah, uh, but if you're the Celtics, why give up anything else? You gave up a ton to get Kyrie Irving. Why yeah. give up anything else? You're right, just because you wanted to be done. I mean, even it. a second rounder, it'll probably be meaningless. But sometimes the second rounders are not meaningless. Yeah. You're right. I mean, you're just giving yourself a chance. Right. And it's a slim chance, maybe like a 5% chance to even get a player that sticks in the NBA. But still, if you're the Cavs and you have such an uncertain future like that and you can get another asset, you just, I mean, that's great. Good for them. Uh, but yeah, Giannis is better than Paul George. I would rather have Giannis. Maybe not for the Thunder, because I don't think that Giannis and Westbrook fit together very well at all. But overall, in a vacuum, I i mean, I th- would probably take Giannis and his future over Kawhi. I think that he and Durant, as far as like future goes, is pretty close. Like this dude, he's 22 years old. And that is kind of weird. I forget that he's... He's so one young. of the better defenders in the league. No one moves like him. He, no seven-footer has ever dribbled like this guy. I mean, he is he's going to be an all-time great. Which one of the things, if you look at teams that need to be taking more of kind of that, what we think maybe Phoenix is doing, where they're looking five years down the line, Yeah, it's the Bucks. Like, they should be acquiring assets for any peripheral piece that's not, you know, like Giannis, basically. Thon yeah. Ma- not Thon. Is it Thon Maker? Is that the yeah. other guy? Yeah. And then who's their point guard, the guy that just got the... Malcolm Brogdon. Guy? Yeah. If it's not like three of those guys or Jabari Parker, if you still believe that he can be a huge part of this team yeah. going forward, like because in four years when the Warriors finally kind of drop down a little bit, the Bucks could be positioned to be the team in the league. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that you know a lot of people think like Celtics are next in line for the East whenever the Cavs go down or if LeBron goes west or something like that. I look at the Bucks. I think you the league is run by top ten players. You cannot win a title without a top 10 player. And I don't think that the Celtics have one. And I think the Bucks certainly have one. And I mean, they're so, betting a lot on Tatum, Brown, and whoever they can get with the Lakers pick sure. next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cool. Cool cool job. Cool but beans. none of them have the ceiling. Cool, cool. Wait, wait. No, yeah, none of them will – none of those guys are going to approach what Giannis can do. And mm-hmm. I just think that that's, that's like the building block for like a legit team. Is, is him. And he's so. also a kind of guy that's magnetic where people want to come play with him. Yeah. Like just because of his ability, right? Like, oh. you're, it'll be a team that eventually you're going to look towards to, like, hey, if I want to go be on a team that's going to contend every year. Yeah. Plus, they're in the East, which is, I think, next year going to be wide open even more. You'll yeah. have the Celtics and you'll have they're kind in. of the Wizards in the box. Yeah. And in five years, Giannis will be 27 and, like, that's what I'm saying. prime. Yeah. Right? That's five crazy. years. And seven years of being really good, right? Yeah, he's yeah. I just I think that his potential is through the roof. Uh, shooting guards. Is, okay, where did you get these pictures? Uh, Twitter. Is it? Are they like the ones that they release? Like this is the top yeah. ten shooting guards. Yes. Why did they not put James Harden next to it? They have the number one the person. Co- he's on the so. cover of NBA Live. Uh, uh, so NBA Live existed still. Oh yeah, man. They try to exist. Beef. Every NBA Live is hilarious because they seriously try to re to come back every single year, and then they always have an issue, and they'll like cancel, <laughs> recall the game. Yeah, they'll recall <laughs> it, or they'll like just stop production because they're not selling enough yeah. games. And they tried it every single. Hey, year. live used to be my game. It used to be the game. It was the game, and I EA loved Sports, it. And EA Sports yeah. has plenty of money to keep throwing at it, and yeah. then just be like, "Well, I hope this t- this year it picks up." I used to play Live '99 on my PC. 
Really? Cool. <laughs> yep. Uh, shooting guard position is just a reminder that it's such a blah position. Well, Dwayne Wade's in the top ten. That's all you need right. to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton's ten. And probably underrated. Yeah. So, who would you rather have, Chris Middleton or Avery Bradley? What was that? The Bluetooth in my car picked up. Oh, okay. Uh, would you rather have um, Chris Middleton or Avery Bradley? Chris Middleton. Yeah, me too. I think he's a healthy better. Chris Middleton. He wouldn't. I mean, I don't know how he played after he came back last year. Yeah, he was good. He was kind of a just an afterthought for the most part. Yeah, the Bucks kind of became that. Yeah, to me too. Because I mean, when they lost Parker, I mean, it's, I don't, it doesn't change it that much. They still made the playoffs as like the four or five seed, didn't they? Or how high did they get up? Six, seven? Uh, doesn't know. matter. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but Chris Middleton, it would never be a guy that like at some point in the league I would have thought, yeah, he's probably a top ten shooting guard. He's good. I'm not saying he's good. He's but. very good. Um, I think CJ McCollum's better than Bradley Beal. I think it's very close. I, I think Brad Beal's got a higher ceiling. He's got he's he can be a better defender. He's got better size. He can score. I mean, Brad Beal, man, is so good. I know. <laughs> CJ, so it's close. They, it, it is debatable. It you really could say one is better. Than I would the just other. have. I, I would, just like CJ better. Yeah, I would rather have both those guys than Demar. Oh yeah, I think Demar's overrated. Demar at eighty nine is way too high. You've been down on Demar I just, quite a bit. The I don't last, like just his game. I just don't just. think he's that. I just don't think he's that helpful. I totally agree with you. Yeah, and like, I've always felt this way about. DeMar. Well, not always, because some years I'm like, I don't know, Demar could he's, be something. But the past two years, I think he's totally overrated. He's really talented, but I just don't like. He's rated in 89. Like, yeah, Draymond Green is rated below him. I think that that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, ninety-one is Paul George and eighty-nine is Demar Derozan. Like they're not that close. No, like he doesn't. He just doesn't do the things that you need to do to win games in this NBA. Like, like in the nineties, Demar Derozan would have been a crazy superstar, right? Mm-hmm. Because like the shooting oh, guards right. that like mid-range shots and you know could dominate uh, every possession. Like those were the guys. Athletic. Yeah. Now he didn't shoot threes. He's not a good defender. And he's just kind of a ball hog. Which those two things by itself just made the tour. Like, I'd rather have Clay Thompson than DeMar DeRozan. Oh, you, so, well, yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think almost everybody, which is not, that's not fair because he's already, he is ranked He's ranked ahead of him. But you'd saying. rather have Brad Beal. You'd yeah. rather have CJ McCollum. Probably yeah. Devin Booker. I would rather too. have Devin, I mean, even Avery Bradley. I yeah, think that you'd rather have him. Well. Not Dwayne Wade, though. Nope. Like, you can't, you can't be considered... One of the top, I'd say people consider him to be a top fifteen player in the league, right? Demar, fifteen, probably. I bet we don't think that. If you took a poll, okay, but even top twenty, yeah. And you're on one of the best teams in the East. Did he not have a game this year in the playoffs where he had one field? It was either one point or one field goal made. Yeah, and he's just. just Like, how do you? You can't be the best offensive option on your team and have a. Like that's not even possible to me. If if yeah. you if that's possible for you to do as a player when you're the best offensive option on your team, you're not that good. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't I'm not a I'm not a big believer in him. Although I think he's very talented. I do think yeah. that he's like a like he's a really good NBA player. I just don't think that his skills translate are, to translate for as a as a shooting guard, as a very good shooting guard. So, uh power forwards, any thoughts? Mm. 
We're all no. just reading it. No, I mean, nothing. <laughs> I think it's all. it all makes sense. I think Anthony Davis is clearly head and shoulders above everybody if you consider him to be a power forward, and I guess he is on that New Orleans team. I think Draymond is number two. Blake, with, a, with his injury concerns, makes sense. Yeah, but there's nobody else that really makes you... Like even yeah. like like Jabari Parker and Zach Randolph are on this list. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the, another position yeah. like this. The, the power four, yeah, like, the power four position is is in a weird place right thin. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Griffin and Paul Millsap being the same rating is strange to me. Yeah, Blake, Kevin Love, Paul Millsap, all the same rating, all together. Doesn't bother me. It's like yeah, I can see it. Blake is Blake is way better than all three of those oh, guys. Yeah. Too, if, yes. if he's healthy, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. If he has a healthy season, he'd be a ninety probably. I don't think yeah. health concerns affects their number though. It, uh, the it year does. before yeah, does, yeah, but the, does yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Huh. So how average okay. is. Okay. <laughs> what, what about the center position? Uh, I like all these people look like what I expect them to look like as far as like their, you know, character. Yeah. Player. Demarcus Cousins. Someone at NBA 2K18 doesn't like him. I feel like he just no. looks like he's going to cry. Somebody, yeah. lo- they literally look like they actually grabbed game footage of one of these moments where he was pouting. <laughs> right? <laughs> they probably did. That's funny. I mean, it looks it's like funny. he just got it mad because he got like a foul call. It's a hilarious. Yes. The funny thing is, probably face. when he saw that picture, he made that exact face. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even realize it. I tweeted just that picture out. Yeah. a few days ago, <laughs> yeah. just because I was like, "Wow, I can't believe that." Uh, Boogie number one. He's he is sure. the most talented by mm-hmm. far, um, but Not I just don't far. know if you want by a little him. bit. I just don't know if you want him. Um, and then everything else kind of makes sense. Yeah, uh, would, you, would you take Jokic over Gobert? I would not. I think Rudy Gobert is <laughs> he is the best defensive center in the league, and he mm-hmm. impacts the game tremendously. Yeah, Gobert above, him and they're too. both eighty eight, and he's and he's like a rim running center, so he's not like a zero on offense. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. I don't know what Jokic can be as a defender. And as a, the center position in itself, if you can't defend, I just think that you have, your team has a ceiling. Yeah. I have a question about Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Is he a stats guy or is he actually good? Because I can't decide. I can't I decide how actually good he is. I don't know. I'm, I don't think that he's – I would have DeAndre over him decidedly. Like I would have him and Gobert pretty close, closer than they are in two K. Yeah, I would have Whiteside probably down to like an eighty five, and DeAndre up to like an eighty eight. Mm-hmm. I just I think you're right that a part of him is that he can he has just such tremendous length and athleticism that he just will put up these stats. But I don't know how much of it goes toward winning. Yeah, and like it does seem to actually impact the court. Like he's what's strange is he's not the personality type. Usually when you have that personality type and the way he plays and the stats they have, usually you can look into it and be like, oh, well, actually those stats, you know, he's not actually uh, uh, doing that much on the court to help the team win. But yeah. I don't know with him because it does seem to impact the game. He's yeah, possibly, I mean, I, you could debate this, but he's maybe the best rim protector in the league. Him or Gobert, for Go, sure. Gobert, 100%. You, yeah. B- yeah. Beyond? Okay. Yeah. So if you say that, Hassan doesn't do much beyond that to me. Yeah. Now, he, he scores a lot. You can, he scores you can a shut lot. him down. Here's what he he averaged only eight points and ten rebounds against the, the Thunder, mm-hmm. and that's because Stephen Adams can shut him down. 
And, you know, Steven Adams is a good defender. Yeah. But he's not like a I lock down every center in the league defender. No, and, and, and here's what I'm saying. I feel like Steven Adams is massively underrated. I'm not saying he should be on this list. But yeah. the, the reason Steven Adams doesn't have one thing to which everybody oozes and awes at is because he's asked to do 35 things. Yeah. His yeah. goal is not to be the rim protector because you know where he spends most of his time defensively? Switching like crazy on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. With sure. People. So it's unfair. Like these guys, Hassan Whiteside hangs out in the lane. Rudy Gobert hangs out in the lane primarily. Yeah. Like they find ways to keep those guys where they are, and that's not the defensive mindset of the Thunder, and it never has been, mm-hmm. uh, which is why Perk was so useless uh, because he's out there trying to do the same things, and he has no lateral mobility, but – not saying he should be in that list, but it's one of those things when you start talking about centers that gets me fired up. One of the things that also gets me fired up is the fact that Joel Embiid is one healthy season away from being number Yeah. One. Number one. one. Totally. Period. Number one. Yeah. He's so good. He's so good, but he's played thirty one games in three seasons. And so. even that, that's all you've had to see, and he's on like that's top all you, ten. Yeah, let's see. He's all. at eighty six in two K after thirty one games. Had to see. Yeah. Would you take Miles Turner over Andre Drummond? Yes. I would. I just don't I think would. Andre Drummond's very good. No, I don't think he's very good either. He's not a good defender. He's not a good offensive player. He's a, he can catch lobs. He can clean up a little bit. He's a great rebounder. He's and gigantic. And he's massive. But he shot 35% from the free throw line, and he's not a good defender. And those are like two things that's like, okay, well, I just – why would you want him over Miles Turner? I think he can take threes. Who's like a great offensive yeah. player? Yeah, I think Miles Turner's block shot. Yeah, he's really good. good. He's really good. I'd take. I would take Adams over Drummond because I, I think too. Adams helps you win. I just don't think Drummond helps you win. Guys, do do you remember the Pistons games last year? Adams killed Drummond. <clears throat> he always has. Every time. Even yeah. his rookie year, remember? Yeah. yeah he had his yeah. best game of his rookie year. Best game, <laughs> maybe his first two years against yeah. the Pistons. Yeah. 19 points, I think, and 12 he, rebounds. He was great. He, he always outperforms Drummond. And they played against each other in high school, too. Drummond and Adams did. What? Adams' senior year, they played against each yeah, other. Yeah, because Adams came over and played at some sort of academy or something his <laughs> oh. last year before we went yeah. to Pitt. Oh, academy Sports and Outdoors? Yeah. 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 That's where played. The right yeah, sports, the right price? Academy? Right I got you. The right price. Whatever. Hey guys, you know what? <laughs> is don't mess with his Brahms. Don't mess with his academy. Don't you touch my academy. <laughs> and don't, you, don't you touch my mail. Don't you touch my, my mail. Guys, I do. You know what I want, but it's socially unacceptable to have one this early in the morning. What? <laughs> An, uh, no. An oh anthem gosh. beer. Hey, Adams, against Detroit, it was his uh, sixth game in the NBA. He had 17 points, 10 boards, three assists, a steal, and three blocks against Andre Drummond, a plus 20. Yeah. Just killed him. I am very surprised we didn't have an emergency pod that night. We should have, because he didn't didn't hit hit double digits. That was in November. He didn't hit double digits again. Until January. Well, why did, he get, why did he even get so much playing time that night? Was Perk injured was just, or something? I don't think or? Perk, I don't remember Perk being injured. I just remember him just killing him. And Brooks mm-hmm. was like, let's just keep him in. Just roll with him. He actually only hit double digits uh, three times his rookie season. And one of them was against Andre Drummond, who sucks. Yeah. Drummond sucks. Should be like a 60. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what doesn't suck, Luke? God, 68. Anthem. Not even a good 60. Beers. 
are awesome and I love them. Let's talk about them. Do we have what? Which one are we featuring? This I don't week? think that we've talked about the IPA. Let's talk about it. They had. I went to a uh, in, to an engagement party. Oh yeah. Yes, and uh, they had some a selection of local beers. Oh yeah. And one was Anthem's IPA, and me and. Um, the the male who is getting married. Who is it? Tom, Tommy Cook. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Tommy Cook. Uh, oh. we we were just having some anthem beers all night. It was great. They're good. Oh. They, were, they were really good. And he told me it was his favorite <gasps> of all the beers. He got to pick the beers. That was his number one on his list. Wow, they have a really good IPA. Mm. Yeah, like it's if Tommy you're an Cook IPA approved. fan, it is very. It's good. got a nice balance of hops. Like it's not too hoppy, and it's. I mean, it's just a great flavor if you're looking for a. A good IPA. We drink a lot of IPAs, Jay. You and I. I drink a like lot. IPAs. I like IPAs. Sometimes some people call you IPA right Jay. Some uh, they do. They, they call do them IPJ. <laughs> IPJ. IPJ. Uh, but you know how some IPAs you're like, <laughs> it's just hops, and you're like, man, I kind of like this because all you want to drink is like you would eat hops. Sometimes. Yeah, that's what it feels. You know like, what I mean? Yeah. But this IPA, it's got like. A nice flavor to it. It's not just yeah, hoppy. Yeah. It's got a fruity kind of flavor to it. And it's one of those, so it's kind of a... It is fruity. It's close yeah. to one of those where you could... Because sometimes IPAs, it's like you do one, and you're right. like, okay, that may be And if it's in that. the summer, you're not drinking yeah, a lot of them. But the, the Anthem IPA is one of those IPAs that you can you can have three or four over the course of a... If you're golfing or... It's got a really fruity and dank hop aroma. So dank, you know. It, it, but it's you could have eight to you could have eight a, to twelve of them within also two hours. A easy. clean multi backbone. I definitely had one of those uh, while the we were right there. amount of bitterness. While we're there for the trivia night, I had an IPA. It was really good. I'll, I'll merge into a tasty creation. I'll tell you something else tasty about Anthem at creations at their tap room. They have some uh, apparel, and I'm about to. I got a tank top, and I'm about to be it. Getting that thing all over Lake Follow this weekend. Oh. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. You got a dank, a dank top. It's gonna look really good. You got a fruity dank top. <laughs> the fruity dank hop top. <laughs> Whoa! But it's if you're in Oklahoma, good. they've actually got them here regionally too, in some of the states that surround Oklahoma. Go get you an Anthem IPA this week. If you're not an IPA guy, you don't do hops. Go get a Golden One, Arjuna, or a Burroughs, whatever it is. They have a style that'll fit you. Also, you can go down, go down to their tap room. Down on Southwest. Is that Southwest? Fourth. Yeah. Southwest, Southwest Fourth. 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 In between Off Class of Western. and Western. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they're in Kansas. Yeah, Kansas. Kansas, Texas. Are they in Texas? They are in wow. Kansas. They're in Texas. I believe. They're almost in Arkansas. Hey. Almost. So, so you, can, Arkansas. you can find them anywhere. Great people. Great product. Do it. Anthem Brewing. Do, 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 do it. Nike, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on to our division preview of... The Southwest Division. First up is the Houston Rockets. In is Tariq Black, Demetrius Jackson, Sean Long, Luke Maamute, Cameron Oliver, Chris Paul, Zoo Kui, <laughs> Tim Quarterman, and PJ Tucker. And out, Patrick Beverly, Sam Decker, Montrezel Harrell, Louis Williams, Kyle Wiltschler. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Montrezel. <laughs> Kyle Wiltz. Good it, it zigged when I thought it was going to zag. Oh, it did yeah. not go the way I thought that name was going oh, to. That's good. Um, the Rockets are going to be so good, guys. Mm-hmm. 
they are trying still to get mellow and trying to figure out if they can get anybody to uh, take Ryan Anderson's just horribly terrible contract. That is a bad contract. It's a bad contract, but also he's not an awful player. Like he would, he will help this team in the regular season. Right, no question. I understand why you'd rather have Mello than Ryan Anderson, though. Like when Mello wants to lock in, he yeah. can be a good one-on-one defender. I have lots of concerns about Carmelo Anthony yeah. at this stage in his career, like a lot. Will they let him wear a hoodie? Well, yeah. Can he be hooded Mello? Do they have a hooded jersey in Houston? I don't know. I don't know. Hey, one question about Houston. Like, first of all, thoughts and prayers to people in mm-hmm, Houston sure. in that area because it's just an awful, awful thing that's happening. But also. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this has been reported or talked about, but I wonder if there's a chance that they have to relocate like they did with Katrina. Mm, you know? I haven't even thought about that. Which could like massively impact their season. For sure. So I don't know. I don't know if that's the case. I don't know what it looks like around their arena. Yeah, there's or probably like there's probably enough time between them. I hope so. Now they may have I to do they, they may have to do training camp. Yeah, they're in Austin or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, use the Longhorns or something. You know, they may have to do training camp or something like that. But, and, and I don't know, I'm not speaking out of any sort of real knowledge. Right. Uh, but you've got, I mean, you have two months and they're already, you know, like they're still massively underwater. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it is, I mean, it's, it's devastating. Yeah. But it, they're, they're already having these conversations about the Texans, you know, where, but, yeah. but so far there haven't been any real conversations about the Texans not being able to play. Okay. See, I'm, I'm not privy to Reliant. any of that information. So, now they've canceled this totally different, but the, they canceled the Texans final game, but it was in the final preseason game, but it was in Dallas and they really just did that. So that the Texans can be home. Sure. Uh, so they can be with their families and stuff like that. And yeah. so, from what I've heard, it's not looking that way, and I can't That's remember. Great, then I can't remember what really made yeah. that happen for the for New Orleans Pelicans because Katrina was just devastating. Oh, it in, was, in a different way. Yes. Like I don't remember it being as man. No, it was flooding too. I just don't remember how it ended up impacting the the stadium. Well, remember they people were in the stadium, right? And yeah, it was, like they were like seeking shelter there. Like, it and was, I wonder if like, that the was city before, was just the city was just torn apart. Uh, was that before the smoothie, whatever it is, smoothie, smoothie arena? King? Yeah, smoothie king arena. Yeah. So I don't I don't remember why they like I, maybe that was it. Maybe I can't remember what actually led to them not being able to play in there. I think stadium. in that when Katrina, yeah. a lot of people left. Like there wasn't people in the city to do it. So, like, a ton of people went to Houston yeah, that's, and never came back. That's probably That's, a like, reason. the thing, though, why this, like, Houston thing is all sad because a lot of people that are there are yeah. from Train Katrina. Right. You're right. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll be crazy. interesting to see. I haven't heard anything about this. No, evening. I haven't either. And it's obviously because it's the most insignificant possible thing right now, right? Like, it, right, right. even, yeah, mentioning, no even as we're talking about, about the Rockets, no. like, it just yeah. feels like, well... Who really cares? Because yeah, people no, are dying sh- and no, you, stranded, and nobody cares about that. You, you know, shouldn't care about yeah, that. So, it's just a, I just had no. I just don't know. No, it's a, a great question for sure. I just I don't know the answer to it either. But yeah, uh, they're going to be this really. They're going to kill the regular season because now they have like defenders on their team. Like Mbamute is 
a really solid defender. PJ Tucker is going to really help them because he can play the three and the four. And you still have Trevor Ariza. Clint Capella is another year older. I think he's only like 22. Yeah. Um, Eric Gordon had a great season last year and really seems to be comfortable there. And James Harden and Chris Paul are two of the best pick and roll ball handlers in the NBA. And you're going to have one of those guys on the floor at all times. And I just think that they're going to be really tough to deal with. Playoff time, I'm a little skeptical about this team. But regular season, they're at 55. I would bet the over. 55 and a half, I bet mm. the over. I think they can win 60 games pretty easily. Because um, they won 55 without Chris Paul. And I just think Chris Paul Chris Paul wins games. Like The dude yeah. is just hes an incredible point guard. I, I think they can get up to 60. Even in this crazy Western Conference, I just think that this, their regular season, they're going to look. People are going to talk about this team challenging the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So I and I don't think they can or will, but I think that people will talk about it because they'll have such a good regular season. We're talking yeah. about it right now. I go, I go over that fifty-five point five as well. Um, and you're right; they're just going to kill. Like regular season's going to be nothing for mm-hmm. them, you know. And there's probably going to be stints like two weeks at a time where. They're really not playing that well, and James Harden and Chris Paul aren't getting it together, you know, and people are going to talk about it, and there's probably going to be – where it does seem like a certain amount of drama comes with Chris Paul. Yeah. You know, I I agree that he's – there will be an adjustment period with them. I think that Chris Paul is not the easiest guy to play with. Mm -hmm. Um, He's very demanding to the point where things get uncomfortable sometimes. Yeah. So – And that's going to happen – but then come playoff time, I come playoff time. I don't think it'll be them underperforming. I think yeah. it will be pers- a personnel issue. Sure, if they come up short. Yeah. Uh, favorite player? You know, funny how the world changes. James Harden. I know, man. I, I know. Was, it's been a, there's been enough time. Huh? <laughs> he's so good. Man. It has, man. He's so and good. He, he's so annoying though. Him and D'Antoni being like it just was. Last year was really fun to watch James Harden play. Yeah, and I think part of it, and this is just weird, like as Kevin Durant became the primary enemy, local, right? Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. makes you think. Well, and the fact that he and Westbrook are buds too—that's yeah. what I was going to say. That helps. Yeah. It does. It <laughs> does. helps for some weird reason. Uh, but yeah, probably my favorite players. Then, what about you guys? Same, same time, same same. Yeah, I just don't know that there's anybody else on the roster. Like, I can't say Chris Paul's my favorite I like, player. I like. Ryan Anderson a ton. Yeah. As a person. Was it Lee Jenkins that wrote that article? I'm assuming since it was heartbreaking and incredible. A years <laughs> it was ago. not Lee. It was somebody uh, else at SI. I'm talking about it was. his, his uh, girlfriend or fiance at the time. Uh, it's just brutal. And his relationship too with uh, Lou, Monty. Yeah, Monty. With Monty. Uh, and, and Monty's then, wife. And Monty's story. Uh, the, uh, whole sto- uh, the whole string of stories. Is come so on. Sad. Come just, on. This we, is so sad. We've got to move so to the sad. next team. There's too many sad things in Houston. Okay, let's move uh, into Texas, into San Antonio, the Spurs. They said, Spurs. they say <laughs> hello to five new people. They said, hey, goodbye to four people. <laughs> They're saying hello to <laughs> Matt Costello, Rudy Gay. Joffrey Levern, Brandon Paul, and Derek White. And they're saying, hey, see you later, guy, to Joel Anthony, Dwayne Dedman, David Lee, and Jonathan Simmons. Hey, goodbye, guy. Yeah, see you next Guys, time. I just don't like this team. 
I just don't like what they did. I don't think that they got better. I think that they got worse. I think Dwayne Dedman helped them a lot in the regular season. I think Jonathan Simmons was very helpful in the playoffs. They didn't replace him with anybody unless you like Brandon Paul. I don't I don't know if he can be an NBA player. I have no idea. Uh, Joffrey is going to be fine. I think that he's like Matt Bonner 2.0 for them. Uh, Rudy Gay, I don't know if he's going to be healthy enough. I don't know what he looks like in the Spurs system. I don't really like his game. I think that it fits with what the Spurs do because he takes a ton of mid-range jumpers, but I don't know how much he helps you. I have no idea who Matt Costello is. I assume that he's like a camp invite. Um, Tony Parker's out to start the season. So you're starting probably... Patty Patty Mills. You probably start DeJounte Murray. Keep Patty off the bench. Keep Patty off the bench because that's what the Spurs do Mm. is that they just... They have a and way of some, doing it. Somehow they're going to be good. I just, I want to, everything in me wants to take the under and say that they win like 49, 50 games. Yeah, so, they're, they're projected at 54 and a half. I just would take, I mean, when I look at the roster, I think Pagasol is 37 and he's their starting center. And then who's their backup center? Like, who is it? Is it Joffrey? Yeah. Is it? I mean, it's Joffrey. I mean, that's not good. Or Bertans. How big is Bertans? Davis Bertans is a, he's like a wing. He's a three, oh, he is he's a small four. So I don't. Everything you're saying makes me feel more and more like they're going to win 60 games. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I feel like every time that you they discount don't make any them, sense to me, man. Like their team no. is like on paper. You have Kawhi and then a bunch of very average. Kawhi, Lamarcus is, Lamarcus is still he's good. Still good. That's right. Kind like, of. okay, what what does this lineup do for you? Okay, let me read it out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, what is it? Oh, DeJounte Murray, yeah. Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Rudy Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge. Blah. I know. And that's probably, maybe Patty Mills instead of DeJounte Murray. I just don't feel and like. that's probably their best lineup, Offensively, right? I think that they'll be good. On yeah. defense, I just feel like Kawhi has to do everything. He and Danny everything. Green have to do everything. What about, I mean, so. Mono's a year older. Yes. Mono's so old. They gave, 40. He retired and then they he came back for a two year contract. He never officially retired. No, he didn't officially retire. That's but what everybody was thought. He that not put, everybody last... thought potentially like, hey, maybe we'll yeah. never see Mono. Remember again. how like, good he was in, more in that Rocket series? Yes, he was yeah. incredible. That's what I'm saying. Remember that game where he blocked James Harden from yes. behind? Oh man. That if was I fun. was a betting man, I would say I would say under the fifty four and a half. 50, yeah, yeah, four, 54 and a half. I think this roster is massively flawed. Yeah. And if you look at a Rockets team, you look at a Thunder team, that Minnesota, I would put their roster under all three of those. Now, the coaching factor changes everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah everything. But I don't know if it's enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's enough to make me feel like they can be. I think that they will. I'm going to predict that they'll be the four seed in the West. That would be wonderful because that would mean the Thunder with Rockets the three. second round, two, three. Yeah, and I think they have a good shot against them. I think they have a really good shot against them. So that would be that would be an exciting series. Mm, well, really exciting. Move on. Well, hold on. Who's your favorite player? Okay, sorry, Cowie. Yeah, Kawhi is so good. Can I, I'll just Kawhi. be different. Be different. I still love Manu. 
Yeah, Manu. You remember, you remember when he slapped the bat out of the air? Yeah, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget. Rest in peace, bat. <laughs> R.I.P. Bat. And peace, <laughs> bat. Anybody you don't like? Um, NBA Twitter has made me hate LaMarcus Aldridge. I agree. Shay Serrano has made me hate LaMarcus Aldridge. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, but hearing everything about like how he complains all the time and always tells the team, I need this, I need this, and then they give him something and he still finds something to complain about. Like, I, yeah, I just think he I has a crappy attitude. That the, the Spurs haven't just like almost cut him. Yeah. It's so non-Spursian. I just yes. don't know what the, and at the end of the day, I don't know what they can get for him. That's what I'm saying. Like the, that attitude, they're just like, forget yeah. it. We'll take picks. I also love Pau Gasol. Still, his game. Yes, he's just so fun, he and, is, and he's and not he's a good guy. He's not terribly effective in this league, but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. How much better would the Thunder have been <laughs> and Pau Gasol? Shut up, been? Jay. There's so many things I don't want to talk about today. But if Pau Gasol <laughs> would have, this is one of them. I'm saying even for himself, like the two years he's in Chicago. Like right, a waste. It was a waste. He should have been in Oklahoma City he winning got, a winning a title. He got to see the theater. <laughs> he got opera. Idiot. He got opera. Let's go to our next what? next team. <laughs> he got opera. He got opera. Hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're talking now about oh, the New was. Orleans Pelicans. They We're said have to fire through these. They said hello to six people. They said goodbye to five. They said hello to trashy. Ian Clark, Charles Cook, Frank Jackson. Jalen Jones, Darius Miller, and Rajon Rondo. And they said, hey, see you later. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. To Quinn Cook, Dante Cunningham, Tim Fraser, DeMontes Montiunas, and Axel Tupain. The over-unders at 39 and a half. 39 and a half. What do you think? I think they're under. I think they I just don't see a way that they're any good. Who's their third best player? Or their fourth best player? They're just... It's... The two bigs, Drew Holiday, and then who? I mean, no. Then and it's probably Rondo. They have no wings. They have no shooting. I they, just don't they see a way. Zigged they have when they, everybody else zagged. Well, they have zagged or whatever they've done. They've zugged. Like they're yeah. they're not good. It's no. not good. It's I just don't. Uh, see they're it. not even getting five hundred. I don't see a path to them being good. I, don't think so I think Boogie's going to be pissed. Yeah, I think Anthony Davis is probably going to get hurt. I think Drew Holiday can get hurt, and then like they're they're firmly a lottery team. I just don't see a path yep. to success for them. And they, which makes all of a sudden Anthony Davis, yeah, and like, you know, are they ready to go all in on the tank world and give Boston? I would Anthony be Davis. I'd be really surprised. Me if too. They did. I, I am. I, would, I think they're I would a couple years away from that. Still, they've got to get out. Because he's got some of those. He's got three years left. Solomon Hill's contract's not great. No one's taking it. Omir Osix is awful. No one's still. taking it. Ajinka, no one's taking it. And I think they overpaid for Drew Holiday. I know they had to. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they did. But you know, they need to trade Boogie. So, what do we really think of Anthony Nobody Davis? Wants Boogie. Just wait and get him a free agent if you think he's worth it. Well, a team that maybe thinks they can make a playoff run this season, and they think that he could help. You know, it'd be funny is like a. Oh God, I don't know if you could do this, but like the Cavs. Yeah, no, you could do it. You if could, you're ready to move, like Kevin Love, I don't know if Kevin Love and Anthony Davis could coexist. Like what that does, probably. Yeah, why not? I think cousins. you play Anthony Davis at the center, yeah. you should be a center. Does that anyway. make more sense? It makes yes. way so more you, sense. And think about the Cavs' cousins. Woo. There's some volatility. Cool. There is some volatility, man. But if anybody can keep cousins 
in something, it'd be it's, LeBron. It's very interesting. And all of a sudden... Isaiah Thomas, LeBron James, and Boogie. They're giving... I think they're giving the Warriors fits with that I think squad. Because they're because, gigantic. Right. And I talked earlier about top 10 players. I think that he can be a top 10 player. Yeah. I really do. I think that Boogie could be a top 10 player. I think this... Uh, us talking about the Pelicans being under 39 and a half uh, is very telling of what we actually think of Anthony Davis as a player. Like, is he a 94? Like, do you know, his Anthony 2K is rating. incredible. He just can't do it by himself. But that, but it's not by himself. He's like, he's still ball. got Drew Holiday, and you still have but DeMarcus Cousins. Fit. I know it's fit. But even these guys, when they're, like, a top 10 player, they do, like, it's like talent kind of shows through, and their teams get to 500. I just think that's so, I just think it's unfair. Not in this NBA. The love not for, in this Western Conference. I'm all if they're in the East, I, was, I would pick them to make the playoffs too. in the East. If they're because well, they're, playoffs, I, I'm just saying five playoffs. They'd be We're over, talking like be five over, games under over five hundred in the East because I think that they're so much better. But they have to play these West teams so many times. Yeah, and they just can't. They're not going to be able to compete. I don't. I, I think it's unfair. I think Anthony Davis is incredible. Is he your favorite player? Probably because who else can you choose? I still want to like Boogie. Charles Cook. I like Boogie. I don't care. I'm not ashamed. But Anthony. Boogie's Boogie. fun. Boogie's fun. All right, guys, let's move on to our next team, the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> they said hello to seven people and goodbye to three. They said hello to Dylan Brooks, hello. Mario Chalmers, Tyreek Evans, Ben McMore, Jeremy Morgan, Kobe Simmons, and Raid Jagorak. And they Fraggle said, Rock. And they said, <laughs> get out of here, go on, get <laughs> to Tony Allen, Vince Carter, and Zach Randolph. Um I I don't love their under under over under 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 over under number. Um I think that they're better than that. And this is one of those teams that are somewhat Spurs esque. Yeah. In the sense that they're always going to outperform what you expect from them just because they mm-hmm. grit and grind. They always win close games. Marcus and Mike Conley, as long as they're there, you have a chance to win a game. Yeah. I think Tyreek Evans, if he's healthy, will help. I think Mario Chalmers, if he's healthy, will help. There's just too many if they're healthy guys on this team. Ben mm-hmm. McLemore, I have no clue what they're going to get out of him. Um, but yeah, you still have Marcus All. If Chandler Parsons can be anything at all, that's great for them. Uh, I think that if they're healthy, they're a playoff team. Um, they need to bring back Jermichael Green. Like they I just know. have to, they especially with Zach Randolph leaving. Like, what is your power just sitting out there? Yeah, him along with all the other bigs that just can't get signed. What is up with that though? Why don't the Grizzlies bring him back? He was great last year. For I them. don't know. I don't. I don't know what the impasse is. Or is there a part of it where they're just letting him sit there and then, like, Maybe. hey, you're not going to get anything. So yeah. here, take a chance on yourself. Come for the minimum. Yeah, come and for a one year. Try kind of the Nerlens Noel, right? Like, yeah, it's it's not great. It's not a great situation for big guys. But, anyways, I think the Grizzlies with those two guys are really good. If one of them gets hurt, and they, I mean, this team could be in tank mode pretty quick because the supporting cast is is not great mm-hmm. around them. It's going to be hard for them to get rid of those guys, though. Like, oh, it's. I mean, I tried last night. Mike Conley making twenty eight million mm-hmm. at his age, in thirty four million in four years. There's just already too many good point guards out there, and there's just not enough teams. The brutal one though, man, is Chandler Parsons making twenty five million dollars for Ooh, the next three yeah, seasons. That yeah, is the worst contract. That's a on killer yeah. contract. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't know what's worse, him or Noah. Evan I mean, Turner, they're like both. So, I mean, at least Evan Turner can pl- is like playing basketball. 
You know, I mean, Evan Turner's a bad contract, but at least he's playing ball and he can actually help you. It just hamstrung them, man, because they can't fill their roster with any other pieces that make sense. Yeah, they're screwed. They're screwed. I don't. I don't know. Guys, let's move on to the Dallas Mavericks. They said hello to eight people and goodbye to four. They said hello to Brandon Ashley, Gian Clavel, PJ Dozier, Maxi Kleber, the Josh McRoberts, Jonathan Motley, Dennis Smith Jr., and Jeff Withy. They said goodbye to Nicholas Brusino, AJ Hammonds, DeAndre Liggins, and Jared Uthoff. Jeff Withy. Ugh. Hate Jeff Withy. He's, he's my least favorite big guy right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. Over, over under 35 and a half. Who cares? I'm going over, though. I'll go over. Uh, Just because it's the Mavericks. It's Rick Carlisle, man. Yeah. No, I think that they'll, they'll be... Uh, this team will actually be fun. They'll be 500 team. I think with Dennis Smith running the show, like they're going to actually be really fun. With Nerlens catching lobs, you got Harrison Barnes stretching the floor, Wes Matthews out there. McRoberts is going to shot... Listen, McRoberts is one of those players that's going to go play for uh, crap. What's it? Rick, Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. Rick what? Carlisle. Why does that feel so wrong for me to say? I don't know. I don't There's know. It's one of those things like stereo. Of- the word stereo. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think McRoberts is going to go there and pe- and he's going to be the McRoberts that played for the Heat three years ago. Yeah, but he's got to be healthy. He's just hadn't. Been oh, healthy he's going to be healthy. So at Ben at Ben Vance. Uh, ask this question. I think it helps maybe frame a little bit of the Mavericks because I kind of like some of the younger pieces they have. And yeah, he asked like the question, doing. four years from now, which Southwest team has the best chance of being a, ten- being a contender? I think like, am just, I wrong to think the Mavericks? Like, I, I really like Dennis Smith. Yeah. I think he's going to be really good. I like Seth Curry. I mean, I don't think Yogi Ferrell's a long-term piece. No, he's not. But they're at least in a place where they're not going to be as hamstrung as like the Grizzlies are financially. Yeah, the Grizzlies won't be. The Pelicans won't be. I still think you have to put the Rockets at the top of that list. Four the, years? Hey, is, still, does Mark still Cuban, James, Harden. James Harden's still there. Does, does still Mark James Cuban Harden? have to sell the team if he's president? I think he does. Probably. Maybe uh, put it in a blind trust, but you can't. You know what your asset is. you got to sell it. <laughs> that's what that's what we were all thinking and we just thanks for thanks for putting it out there um uh, i think you always have to put the spurs out there too because yeah. they're still going to have Kawhi. they still have i don't know how much longer pop will coach but if he's still there in five years he'll be 87 always, right yeah well didn't he say that he's not going to retire until tim duncan retires and then tim and duncan retired Kawhi, and now he's still there yeah he just he loves it. He loves the game. He loves the game. So he one of the things the about the Mavericks is they will not have – the only person they really will have under contract in that fourth year will be Dennis Smith. Everybody else will be out. Really? So Even Harrison have, Barnes. I yeah, guess it will be his HB. last season. He's only got three years left. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, – just saying there's flexibility. Mark Cuban has never been really great with free True. agents. Like one year he hit the jackpot, and it was kind of a lucky – Combination. It was before Miami was ready. It was before Oklahoma City oh, was ready. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think Dallas. I just, and maybe it's because I'm just way overhyped on Dennis Smith, but yeah, I think you are. Probably. I think Dennis Smith is going to be good. I have no idea if he's going to be like a superstar yeah. or an all star or even like a top 10 point I guard. I just saw Rick no Carlisle get excited about him. And whenever Rick Carlisle is excited about a player, I'm probably. Yeah, he was also really excited about Dorian Finney Smith. 
Yeah. Uh, Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Uh, of course. Um, <laughs> what's the name of the? Po- I'm forgetting every Yogi name. Ferrell. No, the point guard who's uh, JJ Barea, Jason Kidd, Boo Boo, no Timberwolves, Darren Williams, JJ Barea, Jeff no. Teague. All right, Ricky Rubio. Keep going. Stephon no, he's on Marbury. the t- drafted by Timberwolves last year. Killed summer league. Everyone's like, oh my god, this guy might Chris win Dunn. rookie. Either. Chris, Chris Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, sorry, I just forgot his name. Bulls. Bulls now. Chris Dunn Bulls. had the summer league that Dennis Smith Jr. had this I know. year. I got it. I understand. It's true. Summer league tells us some know. things, but sometimes nothing, nothing at all. Guys, let's talk about some Twitter God, questions. That took so long to talk about Chris Dunn's summer league. It wasn't yeah, even was worth it. Really. It wasn't worth it no. at all. Probably going to take it out of the pod. Twitter yeah. questions? <laughs> you know what? You know, <laughs> we're not taking long it Luke beat. <laughs> Twitter questions. Twitter questions! Twitter questions? We don't have time. We don't have time for Twitter questions. You want to do one? Let's do one. Do you pick it? Which one? Say the name and I'll I'll read it. Um, Shosh. No. No. Uh, From Will R. Pennington. What's the most money you've ever spent on one meal at a fast food restaurant eaten by yourself? I have a question. Yeah. Does it count if it's a to-go meal from a nicer restaurant that you still Absolutely eat? Absolutely no. not. Fast food, Fast food is okay. what fine. Will fine. R. Pennington fine. said. Fine. What's your answer? On Twitter. I think it's probably Panda Express. Mm, yeah. It's easy to overspend there. So so you have to look at Panda Express. Waterburger, you can spend a lot of money there pretty easy. Uh, it, mine's either Pan Express or Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Their burgers are like seven dollars. Yeah. I eat Carl's Jr. exclusively in my car. You ever get the six dollar <laughs> burgers? No, I just no, get the double Western those. bacon cheese. Actually, I did do only. one. I did the so sixteen ninety nine. But they used to have a six dollar burger, double Western burger, like a Western. Yeah. Burger now their regular burgers are more than six dollars. They right. had to retire the six dollar burgers. <laughs> Yeah, now like, they're like, how is it, like what fast food restaurant can't afford to give a six dollar burger anymore? Hey, so let me tell you about my so notes, man. Prompts, I, my, I want my least notes. favorite some prices that you guys are talking about. My least favorite fast food, Sonic. Me too. I agree. But I, I went know. there and I thought about this last night because this question. So I went there one time. This is the most I've ever spent on fast food, and I was like. I don't want to eat anywhere, but it's like convenient, and so I stop. Or I eat at Sonic, but it's convenient, so I stop. And I'm like, wings? They got wings? Mm-hmm. wings. Pretty good wings, actually. Not boneless bad. wings. Boneless wings. But it's the get, sauce. But here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. You have a six piece option. Not gonna fill me up. They have a twelve piece option. The twelve piece is ten dollars. Wow. I think I get twelve pieces from Buffalo Wild Wings for cheaper than twelve dollars or for ten dollars. And so that's yeah. the most expensive meal I've ever spent. Freaking stupid my, Sonic. My, ten dollars is the most expensive meal you've ever spent. At fast food. Fast food by yourself. <laughs> okay, I, I'm spending more than that every time I go to Taco Bell. What? A Taco, Taco Bell Taco Bell is that's a, half the restaurant. I mean, it's a sliding scale, man. It's They'll, true. Why sometimes, are you going for this? I, don't know. Do I get, get it, the same thing, but depending on what Taco Bell I go to, it's different prices. What is it? What is it? <laughs> This is what I get. I get the the chicken, chicken quesadilla. Chicken quesadilla. <laughs> but sometimes I get the double dia. It just depends <laughs> if it's on the menu. Double dia is, that is two quesadillas on top. Of no, each other? it's a quesadilla with, with extra meat and cheese. Meat. Luke has been this way since he's maybe fourteen. Yeah, and the other then I go. That kind of I switch good, out actually. the taco and I get. The Cool Ranch taco, but then I add the nacho cheese taco, and then I also add the fiery taco. <laughs> oh. Three tacos and a double quesadilla? 
Some well, if I get the double D, I cut out one of the tacos. I'm so proud of you, man. But wow, that's a- if not, <laughs> like on Saturday at lunch, right when that tornado alarm is going off, I'm having that right then. Oh. Guys, you're so strange. So my <laughs> wife, the funny story about fast food, expensive. We went skiing like my first year when I was working at a different church. We went skiing and, you know, you drive all, you drive overnight and we stopped at this McDonald's at like 530 in the morning. My wife never, ever eats McDonald's. Never eats fast food really, but definitely doesn't eat McDonald's. And she goes up there and so she has no idea what to order for breakfast. Yeah. She spent $14 at McDonald's on breakfast. Oh, she get the hot cakes? She had a tray. Oh overflowing with stuff like she got a mcgriddle and she got like hotcakes and sausage she's got like seven different items and i'm like what are you doing yeah. breakfast burritos you every feed- everyday value meal is my go-to at almost any oh, restaurant yeah. i go to fast you food know, anymore mcdonald's breakfast burritos pretty, pretty good, good. <laughs> you know how much they are a dollar yeah sausage mcmuffin a dollar 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 sausage biscuit dollar like if you spend 14 dollars you know how much is feed four you yeah. feed a village who does that man i used to i don't anymore yeah you can't they're anyway. kind of gross to me anyway mcgriddles so Panda express i want to get like the egg roll or spring roll when you add that to like a combo meal and a drink ten bucks. forget you're about like, it you're, bucks. you're up over 10 oh hey guys andrew here at this exact moment in the podcast, my computer decided to die, and not because of the power source, and I'm really not sure why, and I'm a little, a little scared about it, but my I revived it, and now we have uh, most of this podcast. A couple of news items that we didn't get to. The Los Angeles Lakers were fined $500,000 for tampering with Paul George. Uh, they did find that there was no agreement between Paul George and the Lakers. Not that I don't know that there really would be, but anyways... It's a big fine in terms of tampering because guys have been fined like 25 grand and stuff like that. I think it's the second largest tampering fine in league history next to the Joe Smith fine, which was like three draft picks and like three million bucks. It was that was way worse than this. Um, So half a million dollars. It's a significant fine, but it's also really meaningless to the Lakers. I mean, $500,000 to the Lakers is really nothing. It's like 30 bucks. It's like if you put it to scale uh, for like a, a regular person. So it's really not that big a deal. It's probably more embarrassing to them than anything. Uh, will it keep them from signing Paul George? No. Uh, so that kind of ends the, the tampering saga. Also, today was the last day, or I guess yesterday, now that you're listening to this. The 31st is the last day they could stretch Kyle Singler's contract. As of 7.21 p.m., as I am uh, looking at the time, they have not waived him. So I don't expect that they will. He's probably going to be on the team. He's probably going to be looking all annoying. He's probably going to have a little tiny man bun, and you're going to have to live with it for... At least a couple more seasons. Maybe they can package him in a trade, but probably won't be able to. So, But I expect he'll sit on the bench. Not going to play a lot. They're going to play Doug McDermott over him. Uh, they already know what they've got in Kyle Singler, and that's a not very good player. On to Miffed and Peeved. My Miffed and Peeved is definitely that my computer uh, froze during the middle of the pod. And I also can't find my glasses. I think one of my kids took them. I don't know where my glasses are, so I'm super miffed about that, and I'm very nerdy because of that. Mission Peeve is sponsored by Oklahoma Shirt Company. Please follow them on social media, Oklahoma Shirt Company. On Instagram is probably their best way to follow them. They're also on Twitter and Facebook. So go check them out on social media. 
join their shirt of the month club. You get an Oklahoma themed shirt the first week of every month. It's about $10 and then plus some fees. Really cool shirts, great designs. They're soft shirts. They're shirts that you can wear out and look cool. You can exercise in them. You can sleep in them because they are comfortable. Uh, Just shirts that you will wear all the time, I promise you. So OklahomaShirtCompany.com is where you can find all of their stuff. And they're great people to work with. And you can also order all kinds of things from them. So also, check us out on Twitter, at DownToDunk. You can buy our new t-shirts. They're so cool. Luke designed them. Oh, also, happy birthday, Luke. Luke's birthday is August 31st. Wish him a happy birthday if you have a chance. Luke designed these shirts. And you can find them on our Twitter account. I've retweeted it, and I've also tweeted about it, and it's all over the place on our Twitter. Uh, a lot of people have received them already. That's fantastic. If you get one, take a picture of yourself in it and send it to us. Uh, we really appreciate that and appreciate you guys buying those. You can buy those online, and we will ship them to you as long as you're in the U.S. If you're not in the U.S., I'm sorry. Uh, it's just so expensive to ship outside the U.S. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a great day. Leave us a five-star iTunes review if you got some time. Have a great three-day weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday with my guy, Michele Barra. <laughs>